It's Wednesday, 17th of December 2014. This is HPR episode 1663 entitled Interview with Greg Greenlee, founder of Blacks in Technology, and is part of the series Interviews. It is hosted by Ken Fallon and is about 62 minutes long. Feedback can be sent to Ken at Fallon.i or by leaving a comment on this episode. The summary is, Blacks in Technology is a tech-focused community focused on increasing diversity in technology. This episode of HBR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hi everybody, my name is uh, Ken Fallon, and you're listening to another episode of Hacker Public Radio. Now, some of you may have known uh, that we've uh, been represented at Hogcamp over the last few years, and I've always found it a really cool place to go. It's a great festival, uh, lots of very interesting people there, and what always struck me was the amount of diversity, both in the um, uh, across genders and uh, across various different other boundaries but there was a little bit of controversy I think this year um, in that one person started um, not one person but it was brought to the attention of people via Twitter stream that it maybe wasn't as diverse as it could have been so I was thinking about that and it came to uh, my attention that yeah maybe um, maybe we could do a little bit more to encourage um, more hackers to come out of the woodwork and with that in mind I uh, was doing some googling and come across uh, Greg's podcast so Greg thank you for joining me today thank you for having me Ken appreciate it not a problem not a problem can you tell me about um, about yourself uh, who you are where you live how you got into tech that sort of thing okay. excellent yeah um, so my name is Greg Greenlee uh, I'm located in um, Cincinnati, Ohio, in the United States of America. Um, I'm a systems engineer. I work for a, a local uh, data center here in Cincinnati, uh, where we do um, a variant of, of things from um, cloud computing, uh, building out private clouds for for customers. Uh, we do email hosting, web hosting. Uh, so uh, I'm I'm one of a, a few uh, on the team. So I pretty much pretty much get to touch everything from firewalls to switches to uh, Linux to, you know, cloud and, and everything. And um, I got into actually a funny story. Um, I, I kind of had a, 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 a longer journey uh, to get into tech um, than, than most people. Uh, I, I, I got my first computer probably when I was around 11 or 11 or 12 years old. Uh, Commodore 16, not a 64. It was a Commodore 16. 
from way back yeah way back in the days i had it hooked up to a an old 13 inch black and white um tv and um i somehow stumbled across a a a book on basic programming that my mother had which i have no idea why she had it because she wasn't into computers back then and uh she wasn't a programmer but she somehow had this book uh in in her library for some reason and um kind of picked that up and 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 learned a few things and uh so i had my computer for maybe about a year and i was doing some you know silly 11 12 year old things like creating um um me and my brother we were heavily into uh gi joe the character gi joe and the, the the cartoon series here so i was like creating this uh, really rudimentary database of uh, G.I. Joe characters and um, doing silly stuff like that. And, you know, I programmed the computer to uh, to be like an alarm clock for me. It was just something that, you know, that seemed cool to do at the time. Uh, you, know, you know, what I would do is I would really just calculate the number of seconds uh, and... Um, you know, before I had to wake up in the morning, and then like at the end of the countdown, <laughs> I would t- I would turn my 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 TV all the way up. So at the end of it, end of the countdown, there there was a uh, I can't remember exactly, but there was some some module that allowed you to beep or something, yeah, beep or, 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 or make something. yeah exactly, and it just you know and. And so I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. So I did that. And so it was, you know, small, small little things like that. So, um, so anyhow, at one time, um, my computer didn't, didn't start up one day. And if anybody remembers the, uh, the, the Commodores back then, it was really, unless you had the, all the peripherals, like the, uh, you know, a floppy drive to attach and, or a modem or anything like that, all it really was was just the keyboard and everything was contained within that keyboard. Um, and you, you, you hooked that up. It had some, uh, some outputs on the back where you hooked that up to, uh, I think it was, um, uh, it, it allowed me to hook it up to, uh, like a dongle to attach it to the back of a, a, a television. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah. So, um, so it went on a Fritz didn't work and me being, you know, the inquisitive 11 year old, 12 year old, and wanted to take everything apart. I took it apart, and inside of it was uh, this kind of cylindrical uh, fuse. Um, and I was like, oh, you know, maybe maybe it's the fuse. Uh, so I didn't have a fuse <laughs> laying around, so I actually took the fuse and wrapped it up in aluminum foil. Aluminum foil, yeah. I knew, yeah. I knew you were going with that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't, probably wasn't, it worked for a little while. Probably wasn't the best thing to do long term, but uh, it worked. I had my computer back up and running, and all of a sudden it went out completely, and my, uh, and we couldn't take it back because, uh, you know, I voided the warranty by, um, um, unscrewing it and opening it up and um, you know my father was pretty upset about that and so after that you know I really I kind of dabbled in computers a little bit you know uh, you know back then this was around this was in the early 80s so um, you know high schools and 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 uh, elementary schools and things like that they they didn't have computers in the classroom Um, and so 
it I wasn't able to to uh, continue, um, you know, my computer my computer endeavors. I wasn't able to continue that in high school or anything like that. We had one computer class in in uh, uh, what we call junior high school, and that's seventh, eighth grade, or eighth or ninth grade, or something like that. And that was it. And then after that, you know, I didn't. I really didn't touch computers for a very, very long time. I did a lot of other odd jobs and got into a bunch of other stuff, but came back probably 10 or no longer than that, about 13, 14 years ago uh, when I really got back into it and, um, you know, started out doing just tech support. And, you know, I, I could I could tell even when I was away from it, I could tell that I still loved it. I still liked it um, and had that passion for it and wanted to return to it. I just didn't know when and how. And uh, I actually started working at a, a computer retail store um, and, you know, just selling, you know, peripherals and selling cables and things like that. And um, we had a big uh, book section. So, you know, that really brought my interest back to the forefront of uh, for computers. And just got a few books, started reading, started, you know, taking computers apart and started learning, you know, started with, you know, simple stuff with the A-plus certification and read all about that. Started learning about operating systems of hardware and then started learning about networking, started hanging around a bunch of cool people um, yeah, yeah. Uh, at uh, Hacker, um, the local 2600 uh, chapter here in Cincinnati and started hanging out there with a good friend of mine who introduced me to Linux. Uh what, uh, he's actually, I uh, don't know if you ever heard of uh, uh, the hip-hop nerdcore group, Dualcore. Um, indeed, sir. Have indeed. Yep. It's one of my best friends. Um, and uh, so if you if you ever heard any of their music or anything like that, I'm Remy Forbes on, on the albums. So if you oh, heard cool. any of that, yeah, if you heard any of that stuff, you know, like Here to Help, uh, Cypherpunks, um uh, you know, there's a song on his latest album called Running. That's that's me because I was into music back then and uh, did some did some music on my own. Uh, but he got me uh, into uh, into Linux, <clears throat> started hanging around with him um, at the uh, the local 2600 chapter and started attending conferences, the Ohio Linux Fest, things like that, and really just worked my way into into the scene and and, and stayed in it once I got in it. And that's how 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 I'm here now. Cool. So you're <clears throat> kind of into the, the tech scene around uh, Ohio Linux. Uh, yep. You've been to the Ohio Linux Fest, I presume. Yep. Quite a few yeah. times. We've had a, a few tables there from time to time. So well, what, oh, can nice. you tell us a little bit about your project now? You know, um, Blacks and Technology. Can you tell us yeah, a little bit yeah. about where that came from? Yeah, so... So Blacks and Technology um, started out, but we, we've been in existence, uh, blacksandtechnology.net, been in existence for close to five years. And it's it's funny, it actually started uh, from, <clears throat> from actually attending the Ohio Linux Fest uh, a number of years ago, probably back yeah. in 2000, yeah, 2008. And, um, and I had been to a few Ohio Linux Fest, um, a couple of them before that. I uh, went to, um, there was, uh, you know, some other conferences, you know, regionally, not a con, and really enjoyed the scene, really enjoyed the people, 
really enjoyed the talks and it just, you know, being there talking i love the culture i i love the atmosphere the community atmosphere that was uh being presented or being displayed at, at these conferences uh my one thing was i i just didn't i couldn't understand why there wasn't more people of color why why, why there wasn't weren't more minorities at, at these conferences and it wasn't a thing where i was um it wasn't a blame thing it wasn't you know why aren't you guys doing more it was you know these are great places to be if you want to really learn tech you know if you are really passionate how why aren't we at these conferences soaking up the knowledge and making the connections uh networking with people learning so it was really a, almost a call to action uh for community right um other yeah, people can, of color in, in tech and it was sure so but looking at a lot ohio linux fest for instance that you were at would you have uh -huh. said looking yep. around there that they the um, mix of people there would be representative of the mix of people in your average everyday run-of-the-mill tech company um <laughs> Yes and no. Yes, in the fact that uh, it, I, again, I I'm not I saying this is a good thing. I'm just asking a, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, but and let's put it like this. In in in, I, I went to the Ohio Linux Fest this year as well, uh, and um, it, it was a totally different feel than what it was in the past. In the past you would there were you know there were a lot of people there that were uh, uh how can i put this um that that weren't that didn't have the corporate look let's put it like that right um yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, um and i was used to being in more of a corporate environment at that at that time so the people that i run into no it didn't reflect what i was used to uh, but once I got more and more into tech, yeah, it seemed to reflect, you know, what what I was used to seeing, which is, you know, largely largely uh, our majority white male um, population, and it, yeah. and it, it wasn't. Uh, I I don't want to make this seem like it, this. No, I was never I think, made. I think, I think we need to approach this like <clears throat> like there's a bug out there, yeah, and we need to yeah. file the bug. And say exactly. what it is. What is the issue? How are we going to fix it? Yeah, it's a yeah, simple so, as that. Exactly. So, but what, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I, I was. It was never a hostile environment. I was never treated in any way uh, with any hostility. It was always inviting, uh, but it it did bother me that there wasn't more people of color in these environments right <clears throat> so yeah and I, I think as you say forgive me for putting words in your mouth you you want to go and get more people from you know uh from your own culture in there to experience the you know cool places exactly like logical thing to me okay good. exactly good, good. go ahead yeah so i mean <clears throat> you hit the nail on the head that's exactly how i felt is I want people to be able to have this opportunity and, and to experience what I'm experiencing right now. Uh, and that's what led me, you know, I had a, a conversation with um, uh, another gentleman there, another um, 
uh, black gentleman. Um, and, you know, I was just like, you know, this, th- th- these are cool places. These are cool people. You know, what can we do to raise awareness for, you know, conferences like this, you know, th- this type of tech, this type of technology speak, uh, I should say, um, it, within our own community, within our culture. And so I had the idea of, you know, at first it was it, it Blacks and Technology was just going to be a blog. You know, I, I wanted to showcase and 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 be a representation of a black person in technology uh, uh writing about tech you know showing my stuff so to speak and 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 being a role model really you know having yep, having like a it. representation of you know people who 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 might um uh who might look into tech as a career choice or who who might just want to see you know what other what another black person in tech is is writing about or or doing, and so that's what I, I wanted. And then we we took that idea and we said, well, hey, let's create this community. And the word community really really stuck out for me because you know when you when you talk about community, you talk about uh, you know the people in, inside the community, the services, the the, the infrastructure, and you know all that is what makes up a, a, a community and if you can if you can kind of harness all that and, and and um and you know i was thinking you know putting that online um <clears throat> that would be a great thing to bring more awareness so you know people <clears throat> people who are interested in tech um and who might not some people you know it's it's, it's natural that you know people uh flock with people who look, talk, walk like them. That's just, it's just a natural thing. It's it's not a racial thing. It's just how people have already have all you know over the yeah, years. Yeah, that's yeah, that's how people put... exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. So I wanted to bring that aspect. I wanted to bring that community feel online, so that people of color, um, you know, other minorities could come and we could congregate and we could talk about tech. Um, and you know, if, if there's some, you know, some, some, some social issues that we can tackle or some experiences or, or some advice that we can help other fellow, um, techies out there, you know, then that's great too. So, you know, that's, that's pretty much what I did. I, I, I put together some, you know, took some open source online tools and put together this, this community where it started out. You know, just being a, a, a numbering in the maybe 10, 20, 30 people, but it has grown uh, close to 1,500 people. Wow. So, pretty impressive. So, what have you got on over there? You've got uh, a podcast without an RSS feed. Like yeah. That. Exactly. <laughs> you need to put the so, RSS uh, link to the RSS up on the website, dude. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll make note of that. I, I thought I did. I mean, I, I'll check on that. Um, so um yeah so there's a few things that 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 we that we done um we've you know we have it the you know the home page which is you know pretty much our blogs and our, our our articles and what i tried to do is i you know one of our one of our things or one of our our, our triads uh, that we like to say is, you know, uh, visibility, uh, participation, uh, perception, right? So we want to increase visibility, and that's for the people that are part of the community. We, we, we want to showcase the talents of people that are already 
working in, in the field or doing something great in the field that you might not normally see, right? Yeah, um, yep. So, you know, you have all these representations out there, and, and if you go to any any tech website out there, uh, you're going to see what people think that, you know, the representation is, which is largely white or Asian uh, males uh, who are doing tech, and you don't really see, you know, a lot of people of color out there. So I wanted to I wanted to bring that representation. I wanted wanted people to be able to visibly, you know, see other people who look like them, walk like them, talk like them, doing you know some cool things in tech. So having a blog and saying, hey, you know, let's put your picture on a site and let's you know if, you know let's let's put your background and so when you write these articles at the end of it, they'll see a person of color and they can you know say, hey, oh, oh I can do this. Then maybe I can start my own blog. You know, that's that that's the whole reason behind Absolutely the visibility the, the, yep, yep. so the participation is is just that you know if, if you increase visibility uh likely you know incre- increase participation you know when people see people they can relate to it's more of a, more likely that they'll be able to you know that they'll participate as well or if they think they'll be able to participate right um and then yep, the perception yep. the whole perception thing um is is it's works kind of both ways it's um you know perception within our community and perception outside of our community and i want blacks and technology to be a catalyst in changing that perception so inside the community it's you know it's not a thing of where people within our community think that only white males or only asians can be in tech uh it 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 it, it should be something that should be attainable by by anyone and um, if you if you change that perception and, and if you, you have that visibility aspect and you can change the perception of people out there and they're not, you know, just thinking that, you know, all they can do is, is this one thing. Here's another option. Tech is an option for you. You know, it can be because, you know, we have close to fifteen hundred members that say it can. Um, and then from the outside, you know, it's it's changing perception as uh, as well and saying, hey, you know, there's. There's this entire community out there of uh, people of color who are in tech, you know. Now, now maybe now my perception changes. Now it's not just me, you know, reaching out with just within my community. Now I can reach outside and I can, you know, I understand that there are people out there, uh, people of color that are doing great things. And you know, when I think about what who who I should you know try to get for a uh, a conference or who I should get to try to speak you know now my 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 horizons are broadened and 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 uh, you know and bit is yeah. hopefully a catalyst for that so but the argument against that of course is that um you know you you're gonna have uh, lower caliber <laughs> I'm just quoting here. Now. You're going to yeah, have lower caliber of speakers just because you need to fulfill a, uh, you know, a, a quota. What do you say to that? Some sort? This is, uh, yeah, so this is not about filling a quota. That, that's not what it's about. It, for me, anyhow, it, this, it, it's, it's broadening your scope. That's all it's about. It's broadening the scope and which, and, uh, of talent that you, you try to obtain for, for, so if, if you don't if you don't ever step outside your circle you're going to continue to pick the same people for everything and that's what i mean about changing perceptions if if people pick these people you know not that they're they're you know people are great speakers and i give them that but 
if if you don't broaden your your reach and 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 go if you don't even know about a person over here who could be an expert at this at this topic i know quite a few people within our community that are experts at topics uh and you know because other people don't know about them right they don't they don't reach out to try to get them to speak you're gonna you're gonna continue to it's not lowering the caliber it's just it's broadening your scope just just looking at you know just just taking that chance to step outside just uh, outside your comfort zone and and saying hey you know that who who else is who else is out there absolutely to be honest the the argument completely falls down uh because uh, anybody who has even listened to one or two of your shows and the caliber of the people on there, I mean, black, white, whatever, the, the stories are excellent, the, the, the uh, topics are interesting, the journeys Thank are you. brilliant, and the goals are fantastic. And that these are, any of these people would be more i would be more than happy to go in and sit or indeed on hbr would be more than happy to get them on board so how do i do that if you if you look at you said that you came from ohio linux fest that that mm-hmm. was the catalyst how do we now go and pull you back into these fests how, how do you go about and do what again i'm you sorry know, getting getting your you know making the connections you've got all these nice connections here and mm-hmm. this this whole pool of people that they you know traditional linux scenes or the traditional floss scenes or the t- traditional tech scenes mm-hmm. are not being exposed to how do we how do we get that uh, get the, the flow going two ways here um yeah so i mean it's 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 as simple as it, that's what I I, uh, I was talking with a friend of mine, um, and you know, w- with, with Braxton Technology, I you know I'm, a, I'm I'm an engineer at heart, right? So a lot of the stuff that comes with running Braxton Technology, organizational stuff, sometimes it, you know it's it's hard for me because I'm not a, a, a super business. <laughs> A super business savvy person, and you know, a lot of the stuff is is uh, is me learning and tripping over myself and finding out what I'm doing wrong and things like that. But a guy, he he, he uh, a good friend of mine, he came to me. He said, "Look, you're a connector. That's that's your biggest attribute is that you're a connector. And whenever you go places and whenever you meet people, you connect. But it's it's amazing the amount of connections uh, that I actually have and the people that I've connected. So. I mean, you. If anybody wants to get in contact with anybody, I, I try to really make sure that uh, um, I include contact information in any of the shows or any of the show notes that I have. Uh, but if anybody wants to contact any of the people that have been presented on on um, on the podcast or who 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 has blogged for Blocks and Technology, I mean, just shoot me an email. I'm more than happy uh, to make these connections and uh, you know and can in order to continue dialogue i mean I, I, that's what's needed um because it, it's not a thing of for me it, it was never a thing of being uh exclusive right i, I didn't create blocks and technology in order to be in this corner by ourselves talking tech right this was more of a thing to include yeah. our you know our community um, and include more people of color in tech. So I, I, I just wanted, you know, um, I can't remember exactly who, who the gentleman was, but um, um, 
there was a there was a there's a gentleman out there who's really known for his thoughts on communities. Um, I want to say it's the the guy who founded InfoQ, but I can't I can't I can't recall. So anyhow, his his thing was you know communities are you know they and I'm kind of par- I'm paraphrasing here. So he's basically saying that. Uh, the best communities are communities that are inclusive and that allows others to create communities within inside, you know, communities uh, and, you know, kind of have their own group, but still interact with the, com- uh, you know, the, the larger community. And that's that's kind of how I feel Blacks and Technology is. It's, you know, we, we do have, uh, you know, our site and, and uh, our online community to, where we operate and, and we do things, but we don't do th- we don't do that with, you know, with um saying that you know other people can't come and join or they can't and uh join into in, in a dialogue we do it you know with open arms and you know this is yeah this is this is a, a way for us to uh bring more awareness to our to our community but we, we don't we don't try to shut people out right so that that um cross-cultural seems perfectly, seems perfectly it, sensible to me i mean if you go to uh, an event like FOSTEM or whatever, you're going to have uh-huh. Perl people sitting next to Python people. You're going to have KDP, KD people sitting next to GNOME people. You're going to have yeah. Fedora people sitting next to Debian people. This is just <laughs> bringing more hackers into the community. Well, exactly. How can that be a bad thing? Yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> Excellent. Fantastic. Because, I mean, there was, a, you know, the first time you hear about Blacks and technology, you're going to think to yourself, well, you know, is that a is that a them and us thing but if you if you approach it from yeah. the point of view of you know uh the code is out there so the sort sort of open source ethos yeah we're going to get more people in this is a friendly face um where yeah. you know young kids can get involved so how how are you doing like the, okay the, i think the underlying problem that i'm trying to get at here is mm-hmm. a bigger issue here there's not uh-huh. enough women in technology. There's not enough ethnic um, minorities in technology. Uh-huh. You know, technology does not reflect normal society out there, whatever normal society is, I guess. But <laughs> how, yeah. how do we fix that? So, I mean, you know, <laughs> and a lot of I, you know, that's a shit question. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I mean, yeah, that's tough. Um, well, I mean, step one is you're already doing it. You're making it an accessible place for other people to look it, at, at G guys. But you know, yeah, that, that's, that's, that. yeah, that's one way. Um, I mean, there's, you know, early education, right? Early uh, uh, exposure in you know in people's lives. It's it's really uh, it, there's mentoring a lot, people, there's a, I guess. Mentoring. I mean, you were talking that, about that on your last episode. It was uh, exactly. Very um, good there, there's there's a lot of ways that that we can start to help, you know, and start to ch- make change. Um, I, I always go back to you know, kind of our our our, our core uh, with blocks and technology, and and I think one of the biggest things uh, that's going to affect change is to be visible no matter what you know for to to me like none of this and unless there's visibility for the people that are 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 in tech for instance um if if i go and i go and speak at a a high school uh, where there's a lot of underrepresented uh people there you know urban setting or anything like that to me that speaks 
more that 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 that's actually a bigger impact than it is just to have uh, uh, a computer class at at that high school. It it, it because it's, I know exactly I, where you're coming from. Yeah, and 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 I'll and I'll give you a a short story about my 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 wife's cousin went to one of actually one of the top high schools in United States of America, right? Um, that's located here in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And he at first wanted to get into computers. And um, he, he, and we had this conversation some years ago, but he told me he walked into the class and, you know, everybody in the class was white and the teacher was white. And they turned around and looked at him and everything like that. And he just got this weird feeling that he didn't belong. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying that that's the correct attitude to have. What I'm saying is that's a, that's a real attitude, right? That's, that's, you know, I I don't, I don't deal with, you know, with how it should be. I deal with how it is and how it is, is that person goes into that classroom and he instantly feels uncomfortable or like he's not, um, um, wanted there. And he turned around and walked out. And I just thought that that was quite telling, uh, you know, as far as how a lot of people might feel going into tech, women included. I've, I've, I, uh, I talk with quite a few, uh, women online, uh, uh, you know, black women who are in tech and, you know, they, I, it's the same recurring story, you know, uh, of, you know, as far as how they feel being in an all male environment and being the only female, it's, it's intimidating. And that's just, you know, that's just how people feel. And, and, Absolutely. And, and so uh, I think visibility goes a lot f- further than just having a, 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 um, a computer class or a computer course in your high school. That, what, what does that mean? That you, you that can still lead to the same problems that we have. That the 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 uh, the the white kids in in the in the, in, in the high school attend that class and nobody else does. Right. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I'm okay, yeah. I, I think visibility, you know, goes a lot, goes a far, uh, goes a long way. And I think that that's one of the biggest uh, things that we that we have to tackle uh, exposure in the media as far as when it comes to tech, um, you know, um, speaking yeah, at, at conferences. Yeah. Yeah. If you that, look at that, any of the movies, like your stereotypical uh, hacker is a, is a, uh, you know, yeah. white-faced guy in his mom's uh, basement is invariably a white guy, yeah? Yeah, I mean, and that that perception, you know, that perception has to change, and so, so I, uh, it, it's, mm-hmm. like I said, it's, it's, uh, it's you know, it, that's, that's one of the things I, I, that I feel that, that could help if we could just get more exposure, if we can just become more visible, uh, but it's it's almost like a catch twenty two. It's it's, you know, uh, you go to these conferences and you you might go once and you might not see any people of color. It might discourage you. You might not go back. And what does that do for the next person? Right. Yeah, exactly. They, <laughs> you know, it's this endless kind of this endless cycle. Uh, beyond that, you know, there it, I think that there is an onus on on some of the conference organizers to to step outside of their circle. 
and and reach out and and um and and say hey you know who else is out there that we can get that can that can speak intelligently about these about these topics that we have you know um you know I'm, it's 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 crazy um you know there's but we have to be accessible as well um there's there's a responsibility that lies on us as well uh as black people in tech we have to understand uh that we're needed out there too and that we we you know we we can't hold ourselves back um and not participate right so yeah. there's there's a there's also a responsibility on, on on us as well uh you know so when it when these people are having these call for papers call for proposals or whatever we have to be willing to step up to the plate too and 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 submit papers and 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 not feel intimidated or not feel you know that I, I think there's a there is a, a, a type of inferiority complex for some people and it might keep them from submitting a paper and and some of that is just education some of that is just saying you know everybody feels like that at first you know before you have to do their first show you know what I mean yeah uh, if so, I can if I can go ahead Go go in here with a, a massive big plug for HBR. If you okay. have anybody who thinks that they are, uh, you know, they would like to present it at, at one of these things, HBR is a great way to do that. Talking okay. to my own, talking to my own participants. There's no barrier to entry. Nobody knows, you know, on the internet, nobody knows you're a dog. I have no clue as to the ethnic or racial or religious or whatever views of anybody behind the microphone. Uh, <laughs> and if if you're in any way concerned about you, you know your speaking voice or whatever, we have people who will do scripts for you. So um, nice. All you need to do is I'll send you on the FTP details. Just pass that on to whoever, and they can do a show on any topic that's of interest to hackers. Nice. And then you get your first show out of the way, and after that, it's all plain sailing. You'll be uh, speaking to the multitudes of TED talks and all the rest. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I mean, it's it's. It's a very, very huge problem to tackle. Um, I, I, you know, I just hope that you know, Plax and technology is is doing its part. That's you know, and 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 trying to uh, tackle this huge issue. But what do you say to those poor uh, those guys out there who think, okay, well, we're going to have all these women taking our jobs, and we're going to have all these uh, ethnic minorities coming in taking our jobs. <laughs> yeah, so uh, if that, I mean if if that's the way some people think, that's just that's kind of how they think. But if you really need to look at it as, um, so once you once you start including more people, right, new ideas are going to come out of that. Yeah, new ways of doing things are going to come out of that. It shouldn't it shouldn't cut jobs at all. It should create jobs, right? Absolutely. Uh, and you know if and if you're scared of that exactly you you know that, that's well, that's you, to you, be honest you're with scared you, of innovation it was a, it was a, it was a crappy question on here because we're desperately <laughs> trying to get engineers all the time and yeah you know one cool thing that I saw that you guys do is you post mm -hmm. um, you post job advertisements on on your network and I think that's yes. a brilliant brilliant way to go brilliant way to go and I've Thank worked you. in um I've I've been very fortunate in working in companies that have had uh, you know been diverse uh, um, 
been quite diverse. The company I'm in now is uh, quite diverse. And it just makes a much more interesting environment, even from the choice of music that people play in there, that you get exposed to, even uh, yeah. you know, the stories and the humor that people have and the different approaches people have to solving problems. It's yeah, it's just, uh, it's better all round, you know? So I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I, what you're doing is, is really, really cool. Thank you. Yeah, a good friend of mine. Uh, her name is Ayuri Selassie. She's out of. Um, she's based out in Silicon Valley. Uh, she she's so she's huge on, or what she calls uh, these cross cultural, um, you know, ex- experiences and and in sharing knowledge, you know, across boundaries and being you know being exposed to other people's culture and and you know how that how that affects and how that improves, uh, the overall environment. Period. You know that the knowledge wise that improves it you know innovation wise that that improves it uh and so you know i i I think having a diverse workforce is it's not going to i I think that can only help um it it can only help to increase jobs in the long run absolutely couldn't agree more i mean some of the you have this uh the the founder series um where you tell us a little bit about what you're trying to do there uh, so it's just uh, you know the we we've done the podcast uh, really ever since um, you know Blacks and Technology uh, was founded and um, it's just really a, a push to try to uh, uh, give some exposure to uh, minority tech founders uh, and let them tell their their story uh, and um, like I said give them some visibility so that. You know, so that people, that whole, you know, the whole perception thing, that young people who are listening to these stories uh, can envision themselves as being founders. And it, 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 I, I like it because it, 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 it gives it, you know, it, it lets them tell their story from their point of view and some of the pitfalls that they've had and some of the things that they had to deal with and some of their experiences. Uh, and... Um, I th- I, we started it because one of our um, um, one of our, our, our the person one of the people on the bit team her name is Jewel Sparks uh, she deals with a lot of entrepreneurs a lot of founders and and you'll hear this thing uh, you know in Silicon Valley you know, we can't find you know any black entrepreneurs or we can't find any you know black people who founded tech startups and so we wanted that to be a thing where like it, here's you know we're we're doing interviews with with Tech yeah, look over here. You know, <laughs> and that's what I, you know, if that's what I mean by you know broadening, broadening your scope. You know, there, there are uh, minority tech founders out there. Uh, you just kind of have to open, open your your ears and your eyes to it, and 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 really reach out there and to to find it because there's there's people out there that want to tell their stories. There's people out there that want to, you know, want that exposure. They they want to be seen. They want to be heard. And so we 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 just offer them a platform to be able to do that. And uh, some of the shows that I've seen, you know, there've been one or two. Sorry, one. Some of the shows that I've heard, uh, mm-hmm. there have been one or two that have been specifically, you know, catered to you know hairdressing needs of of. Um, yeah. Um, uh, now you listen to a lot of them. Well, you know. <laughs> I listen to a lot. Of, I have a big long commute, and I have to fill up with something. Um, but <laughs> nice. uh, but others are, you know, it could be just somebody that you picked off. Uh, 
uh, of the the alma, alma mater, how do you call that list? I mean, sorry, someone you picked off a list from Harvard, and it's like I did my degree in chemistry, and I did this, and I went on to work there in the Fortune yeah. company. You know, like just diverse range, but this is this is a cool thing. It's bringing hackers on to uh, exposing us to more hackers, which is always a good thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. I mean, and and. I, I like that you know the blacks and technology is is giving them that platform that they might not have had uh, before, and that's what I mean as far as like the, you know what, what you what you see at, in the media and, and across all media platforms, you know whether or not it's the internet or whether or not it's you know television. You know there's there was a show that was on television I think uh, called Silicon Valley and uh, all the participants in that on that show were they were all white and so. It, you know, this is, I, I just, I love that, you know, Blacks Technology has that platform to give people, uh, and, you know, they're not from traditional, I guess, the, uh, the traditional back, backgrounds that, you, that you're, uh, uh, that you're normally accustomed to, you know, they didn't, yeah, some yeah. of them, you know, didn't go to Harvard, they didn't go to Stanford or MIT or anything like that, they might have, might, might have just, you know, come from, uh, um, uh, a community college, or they might have just, you know, come from a, a, a historically black college or university, uh, but they're they have a brilliant idea or a, a really good idea and a really innovative idea, and they're out there pursuing it. And those are the types of stories that you know that we love to cover. Yeah, and I think my point is, you know, there's not they're just interesting stories from the point of view they're interesting stories. It could be really anybody telling those stories. Yeah. How did, um, can say for example, if there was shows or stuff going on, do you like um, arrange meetups or anything at at fests or birds of a feather sessions with people at fests? Uh, so there's, I, there's a, um, um, we've had a few events, um, not a ton, and and that's something that I'm I'm looking towards doing more of this upcoming year. Uh, it's, it's doing more meetups, getting more, uh, I guess, you know, uh, feet on the ground, uh, because a lot of the stuff that we do is online, uh, with, there's been a few events here and there, um, but not as many as I, I would really like to, you know, in the upcoming year, really like to get out there more in the schools and the colleges and really bring Blacks and technology uh, to um uh, to people on the ground and, 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 you know, do a lot of, you know, meetups and, um, you know, a lot, a lot of, you know, different talks or, or things like that in, um, in the future. And hopefully I'll be able to, I'll be able to do that. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of hard, you know, being that, you know, I'm, I'm based out of Cincinnati, a lot of the, uh, which, you know, it's kind of far away from some of the, you know, major, major cities. And so, um, but I, that's what I that's what I hope to do is is to try to do more in person, um, more in person events. Have you um, have you gone to Ohio Linux Fest or places like that locally to to give talks? No, I haven't. Um, I did, however, I took both of my sons to Ohio Linux Fest this year, and that was pretty cool. Uh, Very good. Uh, but no, I, uh, I've I've given talks locally here. Um, I haven't given one, and and that's another thing that you know I want to do. Uh, it's one of my goals for this year is to uh, do more talks, um, you know, locally or you know wherever I can really. Uh, 
really put myself out there and 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 do more talks and in, in the technology sector, not just diversity talks um, either. Uh, so I, I like it. Um, and I think that the conversation needs to be had all, you know, it, the conversation about diversity always needs to be had. Uh, but I, I like to do more straight technical talks. Um, yeah, recently, I, yes, uh, recently I gave a, a talk about, um, uh, at a local meetup about monitoring your infrastructure using open source tools. Uh, and, you know, I just covered some of the tools out there that, you know, I use day to day, um, like Nagios, like uh, I use the Elk Stack, uh, Elasticsearch, Logstash, and Kibana for for uh, for logging, um, and and some other tools, Cacti, things like that, and went through a bunch of those tools with the with a local meetup group here, um, and I you know I like that you know I, I like that I like that exposure I like that does to perceptions, um, and so that's you know I'm I'm looking forward to to doing to doing more of that this year. Yeah, please send, uh, if you have any of those talks, you can, uh, or you want to record some of those for shows for HBR, please feel free to send them in. Oh, okay, um, thank you. Yeah. Definitely. Well, uh, it's, it's open to anybody. I'm, uh, <laughs> the, the only uh, discrimination we have here is you have to be a hacker, and I have yet not to find one, so we're doing our best. Nice. Cool stuff. So is there anything that I uh, missed? You have some children. What ages are they? And how do you um, get them into technology? Yeah, that's that's. Uh, so I have a uh, so I have a 21 year old uh, daughter, and I have a two year old. Yeah, I started all the way over. Um, <laughs> I got oh, I got back to the nappies. I couldn't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I got I have a five year old son, a five year old son, a two year old son, and a um a 20 year 21 year old daughter. Um. Uh, and actually, my daughter is quite the musician. She's she went to a, um, a local um, school for uh, creative and performing arts here in Cincinnati, Ohio. So she's very, mm-hmm. very musically inclined. But she also codes Tumblr pages for people, which I didn't know for a, a long time until she told me that's what she did. And um, so she's actually, um, you know, going to school. Uh, for web and graphic design so that's pretty cool Um, yeah yeah, i kind of you know she was going to school at first for for music and uh not that i you know she's i I, it's it's really hard to it's really hard to get a job if you (laughs) quite quite honestly if you're uh if if you're majoring in music right and so you know i you know i kind of explained to her like you know know, if you want to do something you know you you love you love coding Tumblr pages for, for your friends and things like that. And you, you do real, really well with graphics that, that that's a really good avenue to, to pursue. Uh, and you can get a job of course, after you, after you easy, get out of easy, college. School, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so, um, you know, she, she, she went that route, you know, music will always be a big part of her life and she'll always pursue it. Uh, but you know, as far as, you know, paying tuition and everything like that to come out of college with a degree that you really can't do anything with. You know, I just thought it it made more sense for her to to do something else. So that's what she's doing. And then my my two sons, like I I said earlier, I actually just took them to their first tech conference, which was the Ohio Linux Fest, um, 
which was pretty cool uh, because like I told, like I said before, I'd been going for quite a few years, quite a number of years. And uh, just to be able to, uh, you know, take your sons uh, to an event and uh, a tech event and, um, you know, them, you know, really like it. And, and uh, although I, you know, I, I wish it, it, it seemed uh, high Linux fest seems kind of scaled back now. It doesn't seem nearly as big as it used to be, uh, yeah. which was a little disheartening, but, um, you know, they got exposed nonetheless. Uh, I got a few pictures uh, actually with them uh, messing around with the uh, one laptop per child uh, device. Uh, and so, um, you know, just seeing, you know, daddy on a computer, you know, four big computer monitors in front of them and always, you know, messing with something electronic or uh, they, they always, you know, they ask what I do for one. And uh, I tell them, you know, I'm an engineer and, you know, that they that they love it. They, that's they actually say that's what they want to do. Oh, I want to be an engineer. I want to be an engineer. You know, I want to build stuff. So, you know, that exp- and that and that all goes back to again that visibility and that perception that changes it right there. You know, I know I know it's within my own household. Yeah, but I know. Yeah, that's that's huge. You know, now I've got kids who um, who dream of being you know an engineer and and knowing that they can do it because they see. Uh, they see their father doing it, and so that's that's a huge thing. And so um, you know they you know they're it's it's funny the two year old um, is they can they can um, handle electronic devices. They're always on my mobile phone. They're playing games on it. Uh, my my five year old just got into Minecraft. Um, there's this this game out there called Surfer something that uh, subway surfer or something like that. And my two-year-old is just like incredible with it. I mean, his hand-eye coordination, I, you know, the first few times, I played it a few times and I'm just like, I can't get the hang of this game. And he's just sitting there on, on my phone, just, you know, just swiping his finger, you know, doing the jumps and all that stuff. And I'm just like, that is, that's pretty cool. You know, it's, it's a different age, you know, um, as far yeah, as, you know, exactly. the children and everything, but they see, you know, the motherboards I have laying around, uh, the Raspberry Pi I have laying around or asking questions. And that's really what it's about, that, that visibility, that early exposure. Uh, and, and like I said, that perception that they can envision themselves doing it and saying that I want to be an engineer is, is great. So, yeah, I have, uh, I have two daughters myself and um, whether they end up being uh, engineers or not is really up to them. But yeah, the point is, I want the avenue to be there for them, and you know, thankfully, exactly. I work uh, with several female engineers um, in work. So it's I'm working with you know the name of the engineers, and the, it comes up in conversation, and you know they they're required to take stuff apart, just like my son is, you know. So just, yeah, if if that's the path that they want to go down, good and well. If it's not, then also good and well. So yeah, exactly. It, uh, you know, I always like to say it's all about you know having that option. Um, and, you know, hopefully that's, that's what we're exposing them to is, is just, you know, they don't, they don't have to, like you said, they don't have to go in technology, um, or, you know, any of the STEM fields at all, you know, but just them knowing that it's an option for them is, is enough. Yeah. And spreading the word as well that, you know, to yeah. their, you know, boyfriends and whatever, you know, friends that they're playing with, you know, it's not, 
uh, girls can be engineers too if they want, or you know, whoever wants. Why would that stop you being an engineer? You know? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, we're pushing an hour here, so we don't have any oh. limit on time. So if there's anything okay. you want, you can uh, you can fire off, but we can continue talking. Or uh, if there's anything else you want to cover. Um, no, can I, can I, uh, give out, uh, our URLs for the site and Absolutely. all that stuff? Absolutely. Okay. All right. Uh, so it's www.blacksandtechnology.net, uh, is the, uh, website URL. Uh, you can catch us on Twitter, uh, and that's at Black and Technology, and that's B-L-K-T-E-C-H-N-O-L-O-G-Y. Uh, we we also have a LinkedIn group, um, so you can you know subscribe to us by going to our site there's a subscribe button uh on the right hand side there uh or you can reach out to us uh you know for for anything really if you know if you want to talk or you want to know more about our, our organization uh contact us at boxingtechnology.net and is that just limited to persons of the black persuasion or is it open no to you can join no matter what it's it's uh, you know when I, I just like to say that you know our our focus is to help increase diversity in technology right help bring that awareness to uh, people within our community uh, I'm never ever going to turn anybody away if any persuasion at all that's not what we're about um, and so I don't want anybody out there to get that impression that you know this is a blacks only organization and that you know either you know on either side whether or not you want to be a member or you know you want to you know, to come to the bit team and, and offer you know blacks and technology something on on that end um we're not going to turn your way um it's it, like like i said it's all about cross-cultural experiences and this cross-cultural exchange if you can bring something to the community that's going to inform our community inform our users and our member base that's great and you know that's what you know that and, and and if you look at some of our upcoming podcasts some of our, our previous podcasts i had nigel kirsten on there um he's a uh, uh from puppet labs uh he's the vp of uh or, or i think he's the uh, vp of technology or the cto of technology or something like that um for puppet labs uh he's a white male i had him on the blacks and technology podcast i had mary scotton uh she's from salesforce we were talking about diversity at tech conferences. Um, I've had um, uh, Alex Miller from Sh the Strange Loop Conference uh, on there. Uh, I've got uh, Jordan Sissel, uh, the creator of Logstash, and now he's over at Elasticsearch uh, on, on uh, coming up on a podcast in a couple of weeks. This is not about, you know, like I said earlier, this is not about being exclusive, I, you know, I want these people to come in also and share their knowledge with our community because our community can benefit from from their knowledge. And if we can benefit, uh, you can help us benefit from that. Then you know that's that's great, and that's what we're looking for. Perfect. That's actually what I wanted to hear. How about? Uh, well, how would your stand be if uh, people start filing bugs on conferences or on projects that they weren't being represented enough? Say that again. I'm sorry. Like you know the the famous uh, um, Ubuntu zero bug, bug that there was too much Windows in the world, you know uh -huh. perhaps how, how would you feel about we opening some bugs over on Ubuntu that there wasn't enough uh, diversity in the Ubuntu community? You think that'd be productive uh -huh. or counterproductive? 
Oh, found found on the bug center just. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, if it it needs to be, it needs to be if it needs to be exposed, it needs to be exposed. Uh, you know, so I I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> yeah, that would be uh, that would uh, cause a uh, stir. <laughs> yeah, some the tech care press something to talk about. Okay, listen. <laughs> exactly. um, <laughs> Hopefully, I'll be hearing some of your future shows. I will definitely be hearing some of your own shows on the podcast, but hopefully, you'll be sending us in some uh, HBR content here. We'd okay. really love to have it. And again, spread the word. If there's any, uh, any young people or whatever who are interested in tech, send it over here. And nobody uh, no, on the internet, nobody knows your cast. So, Excellent. yeah, cool. Thanks very much for taking the time. And uh, no problem. Uh, post this up it should be available um uh, i can't see the date but okay folks um tune in tomorrow for another exciting episode of hacker public radio thanks a lot Ken. you've been listening to hacker public radio at hackerpublicradio.org We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hekka Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.